It's time to Flashback with Michael Smith. Michael, good morning to you. We can hear you, of course, on 7 News Sunday nights at 6 o'clock, but what is in store this week? Lucy, an entirely environmentally friendly edition of Flashback for you this week. Powered by the sun, we're going back to the 80s to look at the dawn of the World Solar Challenge. First event held in 1987. It was the brainchild of adventurer Hans Folstrup, who had successfully travelled across Australia from Perth to Sydney with Larry Perkins in The Quiet Achiever. And after the success of that event, they thought, wouldn't it be fantastic if we had a race from Darwin to Adelaide, 3,200 kilometres, powered only by the sun. And Hans had some real success early on when he was putting this together because he got in touch with the president of General Motors in America. And once General Motors had committed to being involved in the event, that really inspired other major manufacturers and scientific institutions to commit to the race as well. General Motors spent millions on their entry, which was called the Sun Racer, It became sort of colloquially known as the flying cockroach because that's exactly what it looked like. It absolutely dominated that first race in 1987. But at the other end of the field, there were far more modest entries from a number of South Australian high schools, for instance. Morford Vale High had a car called the Photon Flyer. It only cost $60,000, but it still managed to complete the journey from Darwin to Adelaide. 13 of the 23 entries made it all the way here. But as I mentioned, the race was really dominated by Sunracer. Have a listen to this report from Mike Smithson about the final day of competition. Dawn in South Australia's mid-north farming country and Sunracer had perfect conditions for its finale into Adelaide. Australian driver John Harvey was the man who buckled in for Sunracer's day of triumph. Five others have shared the wheel during the race. You know, I think we're pretty impressed with this car. Sunracer crossed the line, having covered the mighty distance in a driving time of 48 hours, 42 minutes. For Harvey and the team, elation and relief. An amazing win coming in a 1,000 kilometres ahead of the nearest rival. Guys, you heard there, 48 hours. That was over about five and a half days because they were restricted (laughs) in terms of where they could actually compete. The team from Japan took 28 days to make it all the way here, but they still made it to the end. Wow. I asked you this question suspecting, Michael, I might not understand the answer, but maybe there's an easy, decipherable way to get through it. What kind of power were these things generating? Because this is this is pre the era of solar panels being on everyone's roof. Could have been, could have they powered a, a lawnmower, or what kind of stuff were we generating? Well, they did reasonable speeds. I guess the interesting thing, Will, is how the battery technology has changed over the last mm. thirty-five years. So they're significantly faster now. The event returning in October of this year. The last time it was held was 2019. It's normally every second year, but of course, COVID wiped it out in 2021. So the technology on board these days is far more sophisticated than it was in 1987. Uh, Dick Smith was involved in that first one, and he said it was really about testing solar technology for beyond the application of cars, as Mm. you mentioned, on our houses, uh, to run pumps on farms. Of course, we've adopted solar technology far more broadly now, but this was really when it was at its infancy and and could prove what it could do. So it's it's a great event that continues today and around about 20 entrants already signed up for the race later this year. So the Photon Flyer, the high school project, what's that now, 36 years ago? Yeah, that was interesting because not only were the physics students at Morvedale High involved, but they had kids doing technical trades involved and even the music class wrote a theme song for the Photon Flyer. <laughs> and Goodwood High was also involved then, so it was nice to see 
a real commitment from South Australian students, as well as the millions being spent by some of the global car companies to take part in that initial event back in 87. Superb, Michael. Thank you. Looking forward to seeing it on uh, 7 News on Sunday night. Thanks, guys. David Penberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.